Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How personalized can a financial plan be when it's created by one of those robo-advisors? Plugging in standard algorithm to calculate insurance need and future wealth of random human client. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting to know you always comes first. Together, we'll create a financial plan based on your specific goals. Find a local Farm Bureau advisor at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Fighting Cop Podcast. I'm here today with Flonis Filth. Hello. Spooky. Alright. And Flav, there's just three of us this week. And where are we? We're in Ball Street Studios. I know. New settings, new sound. Yeah, we've sold out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this sounds a little bit odd. Um, It's because we're in a different place. Um, It is soundproofed to a certain extent, so it should... The quality should be better. That's the idea. Uh, We've got new gear next week. Um, wow. So it all should be very, very special. We really have upgraded a bit. Yeah, we have. We have. How, how are you doing, Spook? How's your been? I'm all right, man. I'm, I'm happy. It's something I watched on, on TV. Yeah? Yeah, decent little uh, couple of hours of entertainment. It's put me up a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. What about yeah. you, T? Um, no, I'm good, man. Um, it's been 48 hours since um, that Monu- monumentous game. And now we get to, you know, retell it in all glorious detail. So I'm happy. I oh, know, it's incredible. Uh, the fanzines are finally yes. g- began arriving. Yeah. Um, so uh, many of you should have yours. Uh, there are still some outstanding. Um, we are getting to them now. So finally, that stress at that, uh, what was it, what overhangs someone's head? Like a millstone, yeah, albatross. Exactly, albatross. <laughs> yeah. That albatross is uh, it's fucking dead. We kick the shit out of it. Um, you know, let's just go on to Man City. Let's do it immediately because. Where did you watch it? At home. Yeah. At home, I had the living room to myself. Kid and the mum was out yeah. for practically the entire match until until uh, towards the end, and it was. I was in like the fetal position for a lot of it. I was sunk back into the sofa. Well, did you struggle watching it? You know, it's weird. Up until the game, I, I kept saying, "You know, what? I'm not nervous. I'm not nervous. I'm reflecting exactly what Pochettino and the team are doing. Yeah. They're telling us to believe." And and, and I felt, you know, what? I'm confident. We, we we're not we're not old Spurs. We don't capitulate anymore. But every time I stood up, my legs were jelly, and I knew that's when my heart would sink. And I and I and I and I'd have these moments of clarity where. I could not envisage, I could not imagine a defeat. I felt that a defeat would shatter me, especially after watching the, the goons earlier in the day. Yeah. I never watch Arsenal. I never watch them. And I made a point of watching that match because of what it meant for our result later on in Leicester. When, when, and I, when I saw uh, Arsenal equalised, actually I didn't see it. I switched it on for literally a minute and then I think a message came through on WhatsApp saying, fuck's sake, Arsenal scored. And I, just, I literally just turned it off immediately. So I probably bopped it a little bit. 
<laughs> but I had that sinking feeling as well when Arsenal scored that it, it wasn't going to be our day because it, somehow, I mean, it's ridiculous, but somehow that would get into the... The, the minds of our yeah, players. It's, it's like a superstitious thing. I'm not. Do you know what I mean? It, it doesn't. It has no relative relevance in mm. the real world. Yet you you kind of associate things to to it. And, and watching that game, I think during the game I started getting really nervous. I started getting nervous when I knew we could actually pull it off and win. Mm. And and then afterwards, it was looking back at it. I thought, you know what? There's no need. There's no need to be nervous anymore. This is. A brand new Tottenham, yeah, you know, and we're made of sterner stuff, and we're, we're, we've got winners. I'm really know? sorry about the the sounds you might be able to hear. It's, it's people dragging dead bodies around about. Fugina's <laughs> got a bit chippy in the office. Uh, no, they're, moving, they're moving chairs around it. But um, but now football is a sport that defies logic. Um, I mean, Wendy asked me on Sunday if I'm superstitious, but I'm not in normal life. But in football, it's just, it just seems a bit different for some reason. When um. I think Flavin and I predicted Arsenal would win last week, and they did. But the manner in which they won just put me in a really shit mood for the City game. I just really had a feeling of foreboding before the game started. And um, as, someone, but, as someone said on, on Twitter, 20 years of this shit. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's true. Arsenal always fucking somehow found, find a way. They're jammy, but they're jammy when they need to be. Yeah. And it works for them. And it's but, just... But they're, they're like the kid who doesn't do any revision but passes all the exams. I think Wendy said that about <laughs> Chandler and Arsenal are a similar example in the sense that um, I watched parts of the game and... Um, Leicester were doing not Leicester were holding them, and then they went when they went down to ten men. You don't want to be down to ten men against Arsenal of all teams, especially on their patch. And um, once Arsenal got the equaliser, Leicester's arse had gone, and and, and the equaliser went in. But um, in terms of what we did, I thought um, I thought Danny Rose got you know a lot of joy on the left side, and um, I think he was forcing I think he was forcing Zabaleta and um, what the fuck was it in Silver back yeah. a, a fair bit, and um, I think we'd done our homework. But um, I was worried that Klattenberg was going to ruin the day for us because um, Yaya Torre had done two fouls, yeah. which should have been ye- yellow cards each. Yeah, absolutely. And I just had the feeling then it wasn't going to be our day. We but got then... payback for that, didn't we? Oh, massively, yeah. Absolutely. But we'll come on to the penalty. You know, all those things we talked about with Arsenal being the kind of team that fucks us up, basically. They're always the fawn in our side. But it didn't It didn't happen. No. We, we, we put in... a a very professional performance against a really good City team. I know they've been poor this season, but yeah. I thought they performed pretty well, well against is. us. And then, obviously, Lamella burst through with that amazing you know, burst of pace into that area that was left by their substitution. I think they took off uh, Fernand- Fernandino. Yeah, and it was Torre who, who kind of stormed forward and, and left lost the hole. ball. Yeah, lost the ball. I mean, he got swarmed by four Spurs players. Yeah. And it was actually, if you rewatch, it's Lamella biting at him, biting at him until the ball's like off his feet and then back into his feet and then Lamilla's off but I just in terms of the way we shaped up I mean you knew regardless of, of City's form I mean they haven't beaten anyone in the top 8 I don't think yeah. um, I think they've struggled they've got 6 points out of 30 points possible uh, 30 points from uh, from teams in, in the top 8 and, they, and they've lost quite a fair few games at home um, they've struggled Against the the, the the form the form teams, but this was a strong lineup. I think they played um, for is it the first time this season they played all their key players at the same time. I mean, yeah. all, whatever. But you could see they were up for it, and they were up for it because of Leicester beating them the other week. Um, 
But during the game itself, I mean, they had a lot of ball city. But, I, you know, and you could argue we, we were a bit sloppy sometimes in possession. Mm. You know, the, the pace of the game was quite slow. I don't know if that was a tactical ploy from us to kind of, like, keep it at level until later in the game and then really sort of, uh, because we're so fit, really push into them. But... It, we, there wasn't a point where you felt we were on the ropes or it was shaky. It was all controlled. There weren't a lot of chances. We got lucky with a penalty. It wasn't a penalty. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. Balotelli's stamp. Yeah. I mean, there's a list of shit yeah, yeah. that's been, you know, that over the years, it just evens itself out. Well, yeah. But in addition to that penalty, I think three of our goals in the, in the, in the other game against City were suspect as well. Oh, in the 4 1. Yeah, early, yeah, yeah. Early in the so season. we had. Um, I think Walker was offside for one of them for the, the dark the goal. God, the gods are smiling. Exactly, but City have had. Um, I mean, City have had the Balotelli stamp. Um, Danny Rose being wrongly sent off. So, so it's all karma. But and, and often the repeated point is that we've not been outplayed this season. And last week, last Sunday was a prime example of that. Um, the Arsenal result and City having company silver back. That did that did make me worry about the game a little bit, and Aguero was getting little half chances here and there. But we just showed so much, um, we showed so much grit and determination. Um, I don't think anybody played a ten out of ten game. It was just like real band of brothers stuff, yeah. and I just think as a collective we were just brilliant. Yeah, I think there's a there's there's a genuine together that, togetherness with the team. It's quite obvious, but <coughs> I think for the first time this season. After the game, I mean, after Watford, people started believing. But after the City game, people that have been quite sort of reserved in their emotions are saying, fuck it, we're going to win the league. We can actually do this. And you, you almost think for the first time it's been cemented. And people might say players overreacted at the end. I don't think so. I think they came over, they applauded the, the fans, you know, for the support. And they know they've got, they've got a game coming up in the league again, mm. where if we don't win that, we've wasted the three that we've got at City. So there's there's a level of professionalism and resilience that is uh, it's unlike anything I've ever seen. And I, I don't know why that is. I like, think... in terms of... Sorry, is it is it because the league allows us to be better than we are or because we are actually superior to anything we've ever had in well, recent history? I mean, with the point you've just made, um, something I really want to say today, was um, the period between um, early December and now... It's a bit of an artificial period in as much as there's no European football. So that's a point at which teams can really, you know, express themselves. I think in the last 10 games, we're top of the form table, 25 points out of 30, which is ridiculous, really. And yeah. um, I think <laughs> now, we've got, now we've got Fiorentina and the European games are going to come thick and fast. We've got Palace on Sunday. That'll be a real, real test of the squad. They've not really been tested since um, mid-December. We've had Europe. Europe is completely different to cup to an FA it's, Cup or a League it's Cup. It's what we're worried about. Yeah, the rotation so aspect this is it. when this is when we'll see. You know what our squad is is really is really made of. Was that our strongest starting eleven? Um, I'd say it's over Tongan aside. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the starting eleven a lot of people would like to see. Um, I think Spooky made a tweet about Son. Uh, probably not being at his best, but I think with Son at his best, that's pretty much our strongest starting I'd, 11, I'd say. I've, I thought he was all right, and then people were questioning that, and you get, like, you get one opinion where, where people saying he was absolutely dog shit, and other people saying he played really well. It's like, well, hold on a minute. Like, I know football fans translate what they see completely different, differently. I, I thought he played all right, but then looking back at the game, he wasn't sharp in, in, in possession. Um, he had a great touch, but... 
at the end of the day, I don't think he's really found the form since the injury that he had, like prior to that injury. Although he has he, had a couple of good games. Yeah, he had, I think I think he, he's gonna he's gonna be a, he's gonna be an instrumental player next season. I think when he's fully fit and he's climatized to England and the rest of it. But regardless of that, it's it's just the 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 willingness to play for each other. And, and at no point in that game, even when City were on top and they were pressurising us and they were getting those half chances, you thought Spurs are not losing their composure here. Mm. They're not beating, they're not getting bullied. They're not they're not like sort of making mistakes. Even even though the the, the equaliser wasn't greatly defended, um, great finish as well. That was, yeah, a, was. That was an unstoppable finish. But I mean the metal. I, I don't know. It, it, this is it's like this is Tottenham, but yeah. it's not Tottenham, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's really hard to wrap it, your brains around. I, I tweeted something saying that nothing in the, in in the history of me watching Tottenham has prepared me for Tottenham <laughs> actually being good. I don't know how to deal with it. I I don't know because people are saying you're going to win the league. I was just walking walking getting uh, a drink from from a shop for this pod. And someone recognised me on the street because you know, I've got that kind of thing. <laughs> I've been joking. Somebody knows me from the work. And uh, he, he said, you're going to win the league. And I'm, I immediately was like, nah, 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 nah. But fucking hell, we're going to win the league. Are we? Are we? Well, what bothers me the most about all that is um, the commentary. Um, we've often oh, talked about God. in boxing, we mute the commentary because some, com- some commentators go over the top. But it's like they were gutted when we went ahead. And then they were gutted when they went 2-1 up. There was a point when they would... That dis- makes me rock hard, though. No, it, it, oh, no, it, 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 it makes it feel all the better, because um, the narrative that was being painted by the commentators was completely different from the game that I was watching. We were never really in trouble. Um, the tide um, is turning. Well, yeah, I mean, Torre's free kick was covered. That was well covered by Lois. If he went an inch lower, Lois saves that. He had that mm. completely covered. They're saying, oh, he came close. And that was a load of bollocks. I so, did do a tiny poo in my pants. Though. Well, I mean, <laughs> what about the Dembele slice? Do you remember that? When Dembele is in his 89, but he slices a ball, it goes to um, whoever's on the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are many moments, but this team is just made of so much stern stuff. I mean, um, when the winning goal went in, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Because um, I watched it at my girlfriend's house. I was going to go home to watch a game by myself in a dark room. <laughs> but I really couldn't be bothered to leave, so I watched it, you know, with, with, with the missus. And... Um, when when Ericsson was still going, I thought, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and then I just fucking, just, just, just a fist pump, I didn't really scream yeah. the arse down, just, oh, just a little I, I fist just, pump. I lost it. I, I lost it. I lost, <laughs> I lost it completely. It. I, was, I, was in, I was in a front room with my missus and her two children, <laughs> and I was literally jumping up and down, but you know when you jump up and down and bring your knees right up to, yeah. right up to your chest, yeah. and then do it repeatedly <laughs> while screaming in high-pitched sounds like that, I was so excited I accidentally grabbed one of them and threw it against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it was that exciting. I shouldn't say it's him. <laughs> it, 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 For the record, I didn't throw a child against the wall. And if you Although, do, it's forgivable. Given the situation, it's, yeah, it's anything would be forgivable. Like, um, it, it, all season, when I've, when I've been watching Spurs, I've been quite controlled. I mean, we've scored, and, I, and, and obviously if it's against Arsenal or whoever, you know, I've shown quite a bit of animated passion, but... A lot of the times, I'm, I'm, I'm chilled. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm, you know, Spurs are doing like, okay, doing, okay. And, and it's cool. But um, it meant so much, especially because of the commentary and because of City having quite a bit of the uh, the ball. And it was like being on the ropes, I guess, at that point, and then finding an uppercut out of nowhere and knocking out the opponent that's won, won the last two or three rounds. Yeah. And it was it was such a like it was such a slap to City, and it was such a great run. I mean. Lamella, say what you want about him, but he was—he he got the ball. The first thing on his mind was attack him, attack and, and create something. Mm. He knows Ericsson's gonna 
you know, look for that opportunity. It was perfect. The pass through the legs. It was incredible. And I'm taking nothing away from Lamella. But, and but, Ericsson. <laughs> but there are a few goals scored when defenders don't make mistakes. And yeah. Otiembi, oh, no. Otamendi. Otamendi. Yeah, it's fair enough. I know what you're <laughs> he say. committed himself way too early. Without but a doubt. Without a doubt. We're talking milliseconds. Yeah. And the fact is, as, as, as good attacking players, they have to exploit these mistakes. And we did. I couldn't actually believe what I was seeing. Yeah, neither did he, I. Yeah. When, when he went through, and he. he, he Lamella kind of stopped for a second, didn't he? Lamella but... found Ericsson exactly that time stood still. Yeah, yeah. I was yes, like, Yes, I, exactly. Yeah. It was took forever. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I can't, what is, what's happening? Oh my God! <laughs> yes! It was exactly that. It was exactly that. It was exactly that. And that's, that's, the, that's what I fucking love about football. <laughs> and you see, and you, see, you saw when they went over to the fans and they yeah. went crazy and that old lady oh, got crushed. And... Those videos, mate. Oh, oh amazing. I and then it. we've got that um, Latin American commentary where they said gold oh, for yeah. half an hour. There's so many videos coming. I mean, um, we don't get this. No, I mean, Tottenham fans don't get this. This is a new experience for everyone, bar well, it's, fucking it, fifty-year-old. It, it's crazy. Like, like when you think back to all the pods we've had, we, we, you've, you've basically said at the start of the season we're going to win the league, and it's done in such a, a piss take mm. way, and we all laugh about it. And now, now we're in a position where we. we there's no, there's nothing We've been stopping us from day one. <laughs> there's nothing stopping it really, based on the form and the results we've had so far. You think we're going to be there or there, thereabouts? I mean, Leicester have got less games than everyone else, and an even fewer. Technically, I guess on paper, fewer. <laughs> did I say less? You did. Okay, sorry, mate. Do I have to like, write lines as yeah. punishment on the chalkboard? I demand it. Suck his dick. Um, <laughs> now! <laughs> we'll, do it, we'll do it during Windy's uh, youth update. <laughs> I'll literally take that on. <laughs> but um, it, it, it just it doesn't, it doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like... It, it, it's almost like... I thought, actually, I lost my train of thought. I was talking about Leicester's... So what have you fucking done now, man? Yeah. You've knocked me over. Uh, Leicester's games, their fixture list... <clears throat> Quite easy, and you think if they keep it together, then they should really be edging ahead of everyone again. But you just don't know what's going to happen. We've got the rotation and Europa to think about. They've got the me- the mental block potentially, where the pressure's on them to yeah. win all those games. City, you could say, are oh, I've got no pressure on them. That might work against them because they've got nothing to sort of gear them up. And as for the the scum, they're, they're always going to be there or thereabouts because they're, they're so jammy. But, um, Sets up a massive North London derby, doesn't it? Oh, huge, just phenomenal. Especially if we both win all our games <laughs> yeah. up until that game. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'm going. I'm, I'm in block 35. And I, I don't. I don't want to be there. No. But if we win, I really want to be there. Yeah, like, I, I have I mean, to be in that block. But I don't know what it'll be like. If we, I, I'm not thinking about it. Yeah, that's, that's not that's, think about it. The, the the nerves on Sunday, Ooh. yeah. Just imagine, and that's going to be like times a hundred thousand when you play Arsenal. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm lucky enough to have got tickets for West Ham, which is in the same week. Oh, Jesus, and it's just going to be. I've got to, my nerves are going to be completely shredded by Saturday. It's going to be. Is, a, this is what life at the top is. Do you know? What I mean? If you're challenging every season, then this is what it feels like. Yeah. Every every game at this point in the season becomes like really intense and really like. Brain crushing pressure. That, yeah. that we how, just... did, how does this feeling differ from the one which we were in when Redknapp had his final season and he let it fall away? Because we were talking about the league then. Yeah. I don't know whether I quite believed it then. I, I, I think the exact same thing. I don't I would, think I, I don't believe. Think, I don't think it's as intense now. 
But yeah. I think the difference this time is that we've got the experience of the Red Redknapps last year when we won, what, 11 games in a row and we were playing after we were 2-0 up and we were 12 points ahead of them. Mm. Um, this time, this team just seems a lot more... I don't want to use the term no frills, but this team seems to be a team that doesn't let anything... Um, functional. Yeah, it's a very functional team. Um, you've got someone like Kevin Wimmer, who's um, not, not as easy on the eye as Jan Vertonghen, but he's just so solid, and that just sums up our team. Eric Dyer's not someone who's... Um, he's very good on the ball, but Eric Dyer's not someone who you necessarily <coughs> pay to watch. You've got people like Van der Vaart, Modric, Bale, these guys are like... Mercurial. Yeah, Mercurial players. Basically, win the game for you in a heartbeat. This, this team... There's enough place like that. We've got like a collective where we just won't get beat. We won't lie down. No one's outplayed us all season. We've played everyone. And, you know, this team just won't lie down. And I think this team has all the potential to win the league. But as I said, from mid-December to now, it's a bit, it's a bit artificial because there's no Europe. Now Europe is back. We'll see how this team stands up to do, it. Do you, think, do you think winning it... I mean, think about next season. You've got... Pep Guardiola at City, he's going to get them into a functioning side. And when you think about City's players pound for pound compared to everyone else, you almost feel like no matter how good everyone else is, um, you're not going to win the league because Man City have the resources. To, to, or, or, or do you think the flux in the Premier League is, is so much so that there is time for this team to get better I know it's one of the, it's an impossible question to answer, but it almost feels like this is the single greatest opportunity we've had. It always maybe feels since like the eighties. Every, every, every year we say that, and um, and every I year think, something happens. Exactly. That um, when Chelsea bought um, Balak and Shevchenko in one window, do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember how the fuck you felt when they bought those two in one yeah. fucking window? Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. look what. And I think yeah, Mourinho was right. still the manager then, and you just thought, well, let's just fucking give up. Listen, we're gonna feel. Mm-hmm. We're going to be having this conversation next year, right? And we're going to be saying, we have the winning mentality because we proved it last year. Yeah. We've won this league oh. and we're winning this league as well. Uh, you... And we're going to win this league back to back. Fuck this year, we're winning next year as well. We're going to do a three-peat Michael Jordan style. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> he, won, he won the title three times in a row. All right. But, um, something new. but no, um... Has anyone done that in the Premier League era? Um, no. Three times on the bounce. This is the elusive. As, you know, not in not the Premier League, no. Oh, really? shit, they did. Yeah, they did. When Arsenal won a double in 98, they won three leagues in a row. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're going to win four. Exactly. We're going four. from here to four league titles in a row. Could you? Oh, God, come on. I'll, prob- right. I'll probably be beaten up every week if Tottenham were that good. <laughs> I'd be such a cunt, even right. though I'm a cunt To end this, yeah. how, how, how did you react to that winning goal? I mean, T, you didn't really get a chance to answer that. Um, I didn't. It's just a fist bump. I couldn't really oh, yeah, go you mental because yeah, yeah. my girlfriend was sleeping. Well, none so. of us went as mental as they did in the in in the ground. They yeah, lost yeah, yeah. it. At, like they, I've never seen some a, a group of fans celebrate a penalty like because penalties are generally muted celebrations because yeah. you kind of you've, you've gone past that elation. Mm. Yeah, but everyone had that sneaking suspicion that you would miss given the pressure. The pressure and, and the heart mat- was trying it on yeah. with him as well. Like, I know yeah. what a cunt. Yeah, but he gave him a little laugh when Kane wheeled away in celebration. I think he, he knew he got done. Yeah. But what about um, injury time? How the fuck did you feel during injury time? I'm I felt saying, awful. Oh, oh, I felt awful. Fingertips saying. Oh, <laughs> awful. I felt awful. I felt awful. It was awful. That's that. I, I, I want that to be the title well, of the this podcast. Is it. When, 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 I felt awful. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> when... when Ericsson scored, I, I, I jumped up and I, and I screamed, come on, yes, about, about a dozen times, screaming. Voice went completely hoarse and, 
at the time, the missus and uh, my daughter... Was, did she think it was business time, your missus, and came in? <laughs> Come on! <laughs> they were upstairs, and I could th- hear the, the, the pf pat of, of my daughter's feet, and she, like, she looked into the living room and said, are you all right, Daddy? And I said, it's OK, it's Tottenham. And I just I kind of signalled for her to walk out and leave me alone. And then after that is when I sunk into, into the... Um, into the sofa and I was screaming for the whistle to get blown yeah, yeah. four minutes of injury time became five minutes and there was that little dink Loris, over yeah. and he went for the header and Loris got his uh, he's like oh that, my that save God. where he, he took it it was from Otamendi yeah, it was, yeah. he, he just clawed it out of the air not for the first time this season and he punched him in the face on top of that Good. no one talks about that that's, that's, that was even more beautiful that was beautiful oh, it was amazing a man of the match um, <sighs> shit I I liked Walker a lot but I've probably no Toby 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 was immense. I yeah, thought Wimmer was fantastic. Yeah. I think Toby because you didn't notice him. Yeah, although and, and, uh, didn't Alvera lose? Oh, you got that other guy. That's good. That's, that's going to happen. That's Yeche. 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 He was. Yeche. 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 No, you said well. I, 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 That's a Toby. I think it's two Tobies. I, I think. think it's two Tobies. Yeah. I think. Kieran Trippier. <laughs> he was on the bench. <laughs> yeah, he did a good work from the bench. No, uh, Rose was great. Not not, oh, so much, he's a not so much in the final ball, but yeah, his final ball was was horrendous at times. But as I've said with Trippier, it's percentage. He just pissed everyone off, and, and you got to love that. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they hated him, and he's just his width and the, the fullbacks are so important to our game, mm. and I just love them both. Um, of Walkers. I still question him as a footballer, but as a as a right back who harries, mm. creates pressure, and, and gives you width and speed, it's brilliant. I, I want to say Rose. Well, just say Rose, Rose then. Oh, that was kind of me saying it. Oh, okay. okay, sorry. So we've got two games this week. Those are quickly some of us. Nope, worth going to the nuts and bolts of it all. Yeah. Um, will we play our strongest side against Fiorentina? No. Should we? No. So I presume be Vorm in goal. Yeah, Vorm will play. Davis and Chip S- up play there, up there'd be heavy rotation in that, and then there'd be a, a, a fairly strong team. So um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Onoma. So what do you want to see in that game? I mean, I want to see to win. Well, that idea. <laughs> I never give up. I'm saying um, just get a goal and don't lose. Just get the away goal and just don't get beat. See the way Pochettino and the players talk about it. They're saying momentum-wise and, for, and 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 just this whole winning mentality. We don't want to sacrifice anything. Now, we don't know how true that is in terms of when it comes down to it and you've seen the conditioning of the players. Like, we, we might have had this conversation, like, is there such a thing as burnout? Are we going to burn out? Is, if a player gets injured, is that going to impact the team like detriment, detrimentally compared to everything that we've achieved this season with, with the players that we've got? So if we lose key players, you think naturally that's going to hurt us. But if we, if we don't lose players to injury and we kind of rotate slightly... Can we keep up the actual momentum in game in terms of the pressing and, and, and the rest of it? So, that, that, no matter what the my point is, no matter what Pochettino is saying, every game is important. I don't know whether that's the case behind closed doors because surely at this point, even though they're not talking about winning the league, they must be thinking bit of extra juice, in yeah. the ta- bit more fuel in the tank. We could win the league. If we exert ourselves a bit too much in Europe, are we potentially putting that at risk? Assuming that we can't go on and do this treble. <laughs> well, right? I want the treble. I know, I want Fuck it. it. I want it I want it all. 
Um, but assuming, assuming we can't, Austin FH off, uh, off Reddit, he asked, if you had to choose to go out of FA Cup or Europa League, which one would you do? Oh, it's like, it's... I, I, would, I would say I would, I, would, I would sacrifice the Europa League for the FA Cup and League double. Yeah, because that's the special one. Traditionally, yeah. that is special. I'd, I'd, I'd agree. But, but just just to clarify, I'm not travelling either. Obviously, just to clarify, I want us to win all three. Mm. We had to pick one, and I picked one. But I'd rather win all three. I don't want to go out of either of them. But if I had to pick one, I'd be like Flav Trizzi. Uh, you never know. This could be the. We got a cup final most... song, man. Ah. Come on. <laughs> so what do you say? I was going to say it could, it could be one of those seasons where where I'm jinx- I've no doubt I'm jinxing it, but it could be one of those seasons where everything comes together. And it will never happen again in, in that way, in terms of the fitness, in terms of the yeah. fact that players aren't getting injured and whatever else. So, well, yeah, good. I want to win yeah. every game without, without that. And I, I'm, I'm, the, only, the only thing I, I've got, got to say about this, to be fair, well, if Bardi was here, I'm sure he'd tell us about the form well, of the, the home team, that. whatever else. <laughs> but um, I, I'm happy that we've got the second leg at home because if we lose one nil out there, whatever, I think we've got a, a chance. And if we beat Fiorentina and get a little, one of them shit little clubs in the, in the yeah, next exactly. round... Exactly. You didn't pick one. Pick what? FA Cup or Europa Oh, no, I'd go out the Europa because okay. we haven't won the FA Cup for so long. A cup synonymous with us. Cup kings. It's like it's happened, it happened in another lifetime. Mm. 1991. So, it's, 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 it's beyond a joke. FA now. Cup then. Yeah. FA. So what, what do you prioritise then? The FA the Cup league, or Europa League? The, the league, FA Cup, Europa. What do you say? Europa League, FA Cup, League. <laughs> league, man. <laughs> Gotta be. The okay. City win just changes everything, doesn't it? Well, I don't know. I, I think if we, we had lost to City, then maybe we'd be like, well, let's try the other one. This is the point about the whole belief side of it, when people go, what, what does belief even mean? It's just a buzzword. It, it, that game it was three points. If we had drawn it or lost, it wouldn't have really impacted the rest of the season in terms of there's still enough games yeah. to get it right. But winning it was a statement. It made an impact. It consolidated belief. It united supporters everywhere, at the game, online, wherever. I th- and I, I think it was like a wake-up call for a lot of other people that might still not take us seriously. Which, by the way, I don't give a fuck what the media have got to say about us because they never want us to win. And I think it would be amazing if we'd done it. They don't want to see us win. Major key, they don't want to see us win. But we keep winning. And the thing who, who is... was he talking about when we... Well, we taught them. They are the media. Right. They don't no, want to see us so win. Who did you say? So they don't want to see us win. Oh, I thought you said. No, 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 no. no. There's a guy <laughs> called DJ Khaled on Snapchat. It says yeah. major key for. Wait, us? Is he talking about the man dem? Yeah, <laughs> the man. The establishment. The establishment yeah. wants to see us win. But, Damn um, the man. But um, just to quickly sum up this half, mm. um, I think the fact that the Arsenal game came before ours. And we showed the mental fortitude and strength yes, yes. to still put a performance in and showed no nerves and still one speaks volumes of our give team. Any fucks but, team man. but we have to go to Upton Park, Stamford Bridge Ooh. and Anfield this season. Three grounds which are very tough to play at and that is um those would be tests of our mental fortitude. But last week's Sunday gave us confidence because Etihad is a burger ground for us and we still did what we did. Bring it, it fucking on. Bring it the fuck on. Fuck you. Bring it. All right. Also, just wanted to say something quickly. If we win uh, at the game against Fiorentina, that equals the records for most games won in a row in all competitions. The last time we did that was 1961. Oh. Ooh. Eight games in a row, that would be. Ooh. And if you flip Ooh. 61 if you, over... It's 16. It's six, 
Eat 16, 2016. And what's the other stat? I know you know it. For fuck's sake, go away. Oh, we lost to we lost to Newcastle oh, yeah, yes, yes, and yes. Leicester that season. We lost to those two teams this season. That's season. Crazy. Can you smell it? Can you smell it? What? Victory! <laughs> Victory! Brilliant. I feel like it's at the end of a Rocky movie. This is amazing. <laughs> it does. Okay, uh I fuck predictions. Uh, now we've got Windy. Bang. This is Windy with the youth update, although I know you're all too excited about what's going on at Spurs at the moment to worry about the youth team, so I'll keep this brief. Firstly, a quick round-up of the low knees. DeAndre Yedlin played a full 90 for Sunderland against Man U. They won 2-1, of course, and by all accounts, Yedlin had a good match, although the five minutes that I saw wasn't his most impressive. Uh, he was firstly booked for diving and then switched off a little as Martial ran off him to score United's goal. Alex Pritchard was an unused sub for West Brom and Dominic Ball was an unused sub for Rangers. Grant Ward came off the bench for Rotherham. That's a symptom of their manager changing. Ward was a big favourite of Redfern. Um, perhaps he'll have to win his place back under Warnock. Finally, Connor Ogilvy played for Stevenage. He got the assist for their second goal in a 2-0 home win. Moving on to the under-18s. They won 1-0 against Norwich on Saturday morning at Hotspur Way. Ryan Loft scored a penalty after Marcus Edwards had been brought down and Kieran McKenna said after the match we weren't quite as fluent as I would have liked us to have been in our attacking play and I thought Norwich stifled us and broke up the play quite well. He picked out Joe Muscat for his good performance at right back. He said he's had a good few weeks really. He's played quite a lot of football at right back lately and it seems to be suiting him. He got forward well, showed good creativity in the final third and dealt with his defensive duties well too. The under-21s drew one all with Southampton last week. That match is still available to watch on YouTube. Our equaliser came through Nabil Bentaleb, who dropped down for this week. The next match of the under-21s will be in March. If you have any questions on our young players or youth teams that you'd like answered, please do get in contact at Windy Coys on Twitter or at Love the Shirt via our Facebook page, or you can email editor at thefightingcock.co.uk, and I'm happy to answer anything. Otherwise, that's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Thank you so much, Windy. Cheers, Good man. stuff. Um, campaign is a campaign. The Fighting Cock is supported by the Campaign for Living Miserably. Again to Living Miserably. Campaign for Living Miserably. That would be <laughs> fucked up, wouldn't it? Campaign Against Living Misery. 12 men a day commit suicide. It is, in fact, the biggest killer of men unaged under 45 in the UK. If you're feeling sad or low, talk to someone. It doesn't have to be someone you know. Come have a helpline open from 5pm till midnight. It's 0808-802-5858. Web chat is open from 5pm until midnight. Visit thecalmzone.net and the Twitter handle is at thecalmzone. So we've got this kind of new little feature. We want to get as many questions in as possible. Yeah. Do you know what I found? When I listen to other podcasts, I really like the questions coming in and the, like the forum. Like there's, There was one on... I can't remember what I used to listen to. It's called Forum Affairs. And they'd go on the forum and just check yeah. what people are talking. I always enjoyed that. So I like the fact we can squeeze as many questions in as possible. Uh, so this is a quick fire yes or no. Spooky. Yes. Yes. Or no. Or no. Not yes or no, but I have a caveat. Yes or no. I'll try my best. All right. Fair enough. So let's do one one each, uh, T, because okay, people so get bored of my voice. Because I'll do the first question then. Go on Spooky. then. We'll do it this way. Right? Yeah, do it round. Okay, so... 
The first question is from Jimbo Mac 5 on Twitter, and the question is: Would you trade? Would you trade Bell back for Kane and Ali? But the rest of the squad stays the same. I say no. I say no. No. Next question. Next question from N Crooks Eleven. This is from Twitter. Does the win against City mean that this season is winning the league or bust? Yes or no. <laughs> No. It's got to be no. I'm going to say no. All right, so Focus Spurs <laughs> on Twitter says, would you all be tearful if you see our players lift the Premier League trophy? Yes. Absolutely, yes. I almost cried on Sunday. <laughs> I'll be crying from a variety of orifices. I was about to say that. I'll be, my, my eyes would be crying, my bell end would be weeping. My arse, my, my ears. Arse, my arse would be weeping. I don't know what that means. But it would be. <laughs> okay, guys, guys but a snaps on Reddit. Says, am I a bad person for being happy my girlfriend got sick on Valentine's Day because I mean I got to stay in and watch Spurs? No. No, absolutely not. That's, no. that's more than that's no. no. You're no. giving me all that shit. I'm sorry. No. Yossa on Twitter, is it acceptable for her husband to cheat on his wife <laughs> if she's fat or not great looking? I was laughing before I even got to the end part because <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what was coming up. That's textbook Yossa. Yeah, if you know him, you knew that that's probably a bit tame, actually. Yeah. It's a bit of a geezer, isn't it? Uh, no. <laughs> it's, it's not acceptable, no, for me. Yeah, go on, then. <laughs> <laughs> See, the cap- Nah, forget it. Right. <laughs> no caveat. Thanks, Yossa. Thank you so much. So, just quickly, the next part is with Flav in mind because Flav for the last week or so has been saying mm. I don't give a fuck about anything else I want to finish above them so yeah. the question is how important is it that we finish above Arsenal Flav? It's the most important thing that's happened to Spurs in many many years it, I, I, I get people this, people can get wound up by this but I would rather finish second uh, sorry third I don't know if I can say this actually. I'd rather finish third and Arsenal finish second than finish second and Arsenal finish first. I'd yeah. rather finish fourth and Arsenal finish second. I, I, I can't bear the thought of us finishing second and Arsenal pipping us to this title. I, I can't bear it. And the, actually, really, the only thing that really matters to me is finishing above Arsenal. I could take not winning the league if we finished above them. That would, I'd, I'd happily take that. I'm not saying I don't want the league. I do desperately, but not as desperate as I, I want. Don't, I don't. Think I want to celebrate some Tottenham's Day. I want to celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine what what fun we'd have just to be able to ram it down those scumbag throat? Oh, exactly. Um, I can't disagree with any of that. To be fair, I mean, we, every week we get asked, "Would you rather finish second and Arsenal finish first or whatever?" So this is this is a catch-all answer. This is like a one-size-fits-all answer. Flat on his bit. From my point of view, it's absolutely important we finish above them. Awesome. It is. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if it's small time. The problem with, with the social media age of football support is people care that things are small time. I don't give a fuck if it's small time. I hate them. I will always hate them. I you hate think them. I'm small time? Well, you're going to die, small time. Exactly. What's that from? Is it, is it Carlito's way? Yeah. <laughs> um, We're Carlito's way and they're fucking Sean Penn. Exactly. That snidey little snake. Carlito lawyer. shot at the end, though, man. Why have you said this? That's a spoiler. That's a massive spoiler. What have you just but done? But he survived. Why can't you not... Why can't you not... Just, just for a fucking day, not spoil something for someone... <laughs> 
Just fucking. Jesus. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> That's the worst one as well. The di- he dies one. That's like the joke that you use to pretend that you're smiling. <laughs> fucking hell. What was I going to say? I know, to be fair, if you haven't seen Carlito's Way by now. Yeah, then, fucking hell. You right. deserve to be smiling. I was going to yeah. say a joke, but I'm not going to compare to that now. I'm going to say I hate teachers because they use red pen, but what's yeah. the fucking point of that? <laughs> it means nothing compared to what the fuck you just said. But, that was brilliant. But no, the. Um, <laughs> But no, I've been supporting Tottenham since 1987, so that's 29 years now. And um, for most of that time, Arsenal have been been better than us. They've finished above us for most of that time. It just means so much to me to finish above them. It means the world to me. I'm not saying... The thing is, when I say it's what I want, it's not about... It's not saying I want all Spurs fans to feel the same. It's just my point of view. And if we finish second and they finish third, that would be good as winning in the league. As good yeah. as winning in the league. Yeah. Although I can understand why people's position might be that finishing second now, regardless of where Arsenal finish, would be... But then it's the same thing. No, it's not. It's, it's irrelevant. You don't win anything for finishing second. Don't yeah, win anything you win for... The, you win the North London Cup. No, I, I just mean in terms of... Um, it, unless you're on top of Arsenal, unless you're above them, um, you never want to be on top of anything Arsenal-related. Or maybe you do because fucking them is the is the dream. And this I season, put my dick inside them. This season, um, <laughs> ten condoms, thirty showers, and you'd... donkey punch. Glad <laughs> <laughs> you said donkey punch. I was going to make a Cosby <laughs> joke. Brass knuckles. <laughs> but um, considering what's happening, brass knuckles, bitch. <laughs> considering what's happening this season, mm. with uh, Chelsea completely faded, Man United are in a mess. City don't seem to have the, 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 the gut for it. Um, they're considered... I mean, they're favourites with the bookies. And they must think this is the best opportunity they've ever had. Absolutely. Because they, because they always fade as well. They always choke. And, it, and it's quite easy for them, you think. And they've got a couple of world-class players you know, in amongst all the, the, the rest of them. They've got a lot of experience there. They've been there a lot, but they have... Stumbled a lot, and other, they have not other teams finished in the top two for ten years. By the way, that's what I point out. Well, exactly. See, what I mean, they choke. They, 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 and it's not like it's not a bad thing to finish top four, but it doesn't mean anything. It means a lot to them, but it doesn't mean anything. But for us this season, to then almost out of nowhere, I wouldn't say to the level of Leicester to pick them and finish above them in the top four, or even win the league would break them. I mean, it would absolutely fucking break them. I mean, Wenger's gone. The, the, the every is, single fucking child in, in that stench... Your great blog, The Broken Children of Woolwich. They, they will oh, break, God, yeah. though. They will break. I mean, and they won't recover from it. It is that important. In the past, we've had our chances to finish above them. And you know what? It, had we, mm. we would have got bragging rights, but I don't think it would have changed things... In terms of this uh, downward spiral thing that came back to curse us, I think this time, I think this time it will cement what we're building, and we will push on. And I think they're the ones that would have to look at trying to keep up. You know what? Boxing analogy alert. Um, Juan Manuel Marquez has fought Pacquiao. Was it four times? Yeah. And I think Pacquiao won three times, didn't he? There was one as a draw, but. Mark has knocked out Pacquiao. Spark out, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought he killed him. And that, exactly. But him sparking him that one time, 
equates to all of Pacquiao's victories. Yeah. So we've not we've not beat we've not finished above Arsenal since '96 or '95, right? So I finished above just the one time. Let's make the fuckers equates, twitch. Equates to all that. That's beautiful. Make, the, make the fuckers twitch. And speaking the of, of boxing, the there's a boxing pod coming next week. Below the belt, bitch. Oh. Below the belt is coming next week. Yeah. Um, it features, well, be me and Flav. You obviously know Alex and a couple of other people to be familiar with, but next week it's coming. It is. It is coming. All right, so we're going to move on to Martin Gillen on Facebook. He asks, we've got 12 league games left and the fixtures, and in those fixtures, sorry, in the fixtures against those teams in the first part of the season, we only got 18 points. Which results are we like to improve on and a resurgent Chelsea and to a lesser degree of blah, blah, blah. Um, it's a different team then in a different period of our development. Yeah, we drew loads. Yeah, we then. drew a great, and, and some of those teams we should have beat. Um, we had no wins after four games. Yeah, so we might yeah. not have played all those teams in those yeah. four games, but yeah. the point is, we were starting. We were, and you got you got to consider form, impetus, and just kind of belief. We're a different squad mentally, yeah. although not massively, massively so. We're more mature. We've learnt from the season. This is all you know, <coughs> conjecture. I don't know if any of this is true, but this is my assumption based on the way we've been playing. I know. I think it's spot on. So I think. Based on what we've seen, my only assumption is we'll do better against those teams than we did. As I said, uh, as I said earlier, on twenty-five points out of thirty in the last ten, right? Um, now we've got we're going to Anfield, going to Stamford Bridge, going to Upton Park. These are these are tough games, and um, we drew against Chelsea. We smashed West Ham four 0 so we beat them one 0 <laughs> We've not improved in the earlier result, but still, um, I think we were better than the, the first half tally based on. The team we have now, just a momentum. Um, we don't suffer a lot of injuries, and that's no coincidence that we don't suffer a lot of injuries. Um, Arsenal are a prime example of a team who always get their main players injured, but Weak. this season... That's why. This, what's the fucking... What was the thing that you Bent Senior said? Pain, pain is a body saying no, or something like that. Stuff along, along those, along those it's terms. It's not how hard you get hit. It's how hard you get hit. It's how hard you get up. You get up, <laughs> keep walking forward... And you, like, you guys like practicing <laughs> get the over the boxing pod here because you're, you're going to have to sharpen up a bit. Over the top, into no man's land, <laughs> don't I, get blown up. When I think of over the top, I think of the <laughs> Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling movie. Yeah. That movie was fucking awesome. But <laughs> I've never seen but, that. Oh, you got to watch yeah, don't, 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 <laughs> No one dies. No one dies. <laughs> Spoil it for him. Spoil it for him right now. <laughs> but um, to answer the question, I think we're all better at that tally because I think we'll win the league. All right. The Fincher of Reddit, he says, I think he's on Twitter as well, he says, my question is, my question to you is, can you give an explanation that I can pl- play my 10-year-old son from the fighting cock next time? He asks, what we're... Hang on, I'll fuck that up completely. Okay, I'll read the question, because yeah, let, let, let me add a bit of context. So the Finchers... No, says, um, there was no punctuation. In it, I, I know, it's, it's, it's bad. I should have, I should have been the one yeah, to ask well, the question. Yeah, so, um, we'll learn next he, time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tico. He said the first game he took his son to was Bolton away after the Inter Milan game, and we lost 4-2. That was the first game we took him to, his oh. son. So um, he doesn't sing the wire, but the, the year, doesn't sing the year to fight of his son. Right. So um, Not an arrestable offence anymore, to no, say that. No, it, it absolutely isn't. So, but he's um, obviously made an ethical decision. So yeah. he's made a decision not to sing it in front of his son, because he, he went to City away, and whenever else was singing, he didn't sing it in front of his son. But he wants to know, what explanation would you give to a 10-year-old to oh, why, why you should sing it? Oh man, it's a lot. I can't. I, I didn't prep properly. None, I mean, none, none of us did, but I'll, I'll, I'll go oh, first. I'll okay, give you time to prepare. So, um, 
So um, the thing with the, the thing of Yid is that um, we were our fans were abused with that word for a long, long, long time, and uh, we 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 done a bit of solidarity, and we said, well, you know, black, white, Asian. You know, Southern European, we're whatever. All yeah, we said we're all Tottenham. We're all we're all going to call ourselves Yids to to stand behind the, the the Jewish fans, the Jewish fan base. So um, it's a word of strength. Now, what I will say, none of us in this table are, are Jewish, and I can't speak for my great Jew- grandmother was Jewish. That's a bit of ITK. You've not said this in five seasons. I'm oh, circumcised. If, if, if that fucking That's matters, borderline racist. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, 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 but no. The, the, the Yid is a, is a show of solidarity, and it's a, it's a lot more than a derogatory term for the Jewish. I've heard arguments about you know, what if our fans are black and we use the N word, or what if our fans were predominantly Asian and we use the P word. And, um, <coughs> I don't think it's quite the same thing. It's a bit like our fans. It's, it's a bit like us having a lot of. Um, I'll say. A lot of fans have a lot, a lot of homosexual fans, and all of our fans say, well, we're going to use a derogatory word for them and take it on ourselves. Because it's, it's it's Jewish, the Jews are known for being self-deprecating, and they, and by and large, they embrace us using the word. So um, what I would say to a 10-year-old, I'd give them the history of the word and why we use it, and that it's, it's actually a positive, but you've got to let them know why... The word might be offensive to some people. You've got, to let them know. You've got to let them know both sides of the argument. We can't just say it's a great word, X, Y, Z. You've got to say, well, there are some Jews who are going to be offended by the word because of this, but we use the word as a show of solidarity. I don't think a 10 year old is going to get any of that. But... He will, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure a situation. I'm, I'm not sure 10 years old is the time to have that conversation with them, although he is asking the question. Man, kids are sharp as fuck these days, trust yeah, me. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. They're exposed uh, to so much. We're, we're, we're reshaming a word. Basically, Look, and, and it's the it's the context. It's not so much the word being any word can be used as a, like a, a weapon to insult and to to be detrimental to to someone, but it's it's the hate behind the word that's the real problem. So we take the word that all these. I mean, I think the actual incident was Leeds United supporters. Yeah, late and, and 70, 70, 70s. Yeah, like, I thought it was a lot earlier than that. But yeah. um, There's an article, actually. There's an article on our website. can't remember the title of it. but There, it, there is, you're right. Yeah. It's uh, the first-hand account of the guy who claims to be the man who, 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 who claimed it back for the first time. Yeah, and, and that's what it is. It's claiming, it's taking, it's taking the bullets out of the gun that they're, they're, yeah. they're holding and, and, and aiming at us. And, 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 and having those bullets and loading our gun with it because what we're doing is um, we're using it as a, a badge of honour or whatever and it kind of takes the sting out of them using it. Doesn't stop anybody on the other side using it, using that word in a, in a detrimental way. It's, 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 it's still offensive when they do songs about the Holocaust. That's, yeah, that's still but offensive. this is my point. It, it's, it's the intent behind the words. But what I, want to, what I want to quickly say is that none of us here speak for all Jews. Oh, with, yeah? no, without doubt. So it's an offensive word to them as a people, and we understand that. But the word, from my point of view, is, is, is solidarity. <clears throat> I, um, I'm not... I, I, to answer your question... Don't give him all of the information and allow him to make his own decision. It's the same with. So you'd never indoctrinate anyone, in my opinion, unless it's about being Spurs, in which case you have to ram it down their throat until they agree. Exactly. Um, but uh, with this, just give him the information. Explain <clears throat> to him 
that this is the reasoning. And I think any logical person would understand why Spurs fans use it. And then there's a whole list of reasons why what would what a word that would be acceptable two decades ago isn't no longer acceptable to use now. Everyone has to make their personal preference, and thank God I live in a in a in a in a, in a society that allows me to express myself and align myself with certain words and uh, allow myself to describe myself in a certain way and use words that I want to without the police or the fort police coming down and saying, you can't say that because I can and nothing's going to happen to me. I get that some people might be offended, but that's their problem. If I'm okay with what might happen to me, if I use that word, then it's my prerogative. It's the same with, say, just, I mean, this is a little bit inflammatory, right? But if a white person chooses to use the N-word, use it. But be prepared for what's going to happen. And if you Hopefully are prepared... they die. <laughs> of course, right? And if I want I, them dead. <laughs> right, you know what my point is, though? If you're prepared for the consequences of your actions, then go ahead. If you get smashed up because of it, that's yeah. your fault. What I'm saying is, is that there are reasons why people refer to themselves in certain ways. And with this one, it's how I choose to describe myself as a, as a Spurs fan... And there are many reasons for it that go far beyond just simply saying it's 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 not okay to use it because in my opinion it is and I don't want to go into that. I wasn't prepared for this at all. So it's a bit of a curve washer with the running order again. Um but my to answer the question, um it just give him the information, allow him to make his own decision. And I respect fully that you don't want to sing it around them and I respect anybody's um opinion or decision to not say the the Y word or refer to themselves as a yid. And I hope that people would respect my decision to, to use it and refer to myself as that way. I mean, for any people of young kids, you've got to teach people the history of words. And with regards to, to yid, you must teach a child the history of the word, where it came from. Do your own research, if it's Wikipedia or, or wherever. But you need to research the word and speak to your children and tell them what the word means for Tottenham, what the word means in society. Because um, the way we use a word is not... We're not, we're not, we're, it's not... It's not in a derogatory way. And I know they're going to say, well, what about the N-word? What about the P-word and X, Y, Z? And, it's, um, it's about content that's, and intent. That's, that, that's a straw man argument. Um, what I'm saying is that in terms of Tottenham, we use it as a show of solidarity. Flav has repeatedly said in the pod is that Yid is a word that Tottenham can't brand... They can't take their word from us. can't put it on a mug. Exactly. So from that point of view, that's why your child can use the word. But you must teach them the history. So if he is around a Jew, you can say to him, look, you know what, I'm going to use this word, but I know the history behind it, and, you know, have a, have a sensible conversation. And If you don't know where you've come from... You don't know where you're going. Right. Can someone... I've had a okay. nightmare reading. No worries. Um, so <laughs> the final question is from Chris Cornfield on Facebook. And he asks, what player do you think has improved and grown the most under Pochettino's guidance? For example, we all knew Dembele was a fantastic talent who needed utilising, so I'm discounting him. Whereas Rose often looked out of his depth at this level, but showed, an improved, showed what an improved player he was against Manchester City. So The, the, the thing is, he's, he's basically given the best two examples, because he's given the example of a youth player um, that... Looked quite ordinary. Most of us didn't think he'd make it. We thought he was limited in ability. He scored the wonder goal, cult status, 
in the North London derby and it kind of faded a little bit and people just... He was maligned. And when he signed that contract, people were mocking Tottenham and the player, which is ridiculous now. When you actually look at him, he he is not just an option. He's he's part of the first team. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he, you, you've really got to go through the history of his time in the sense that he was at Sunderland, hmm. he was their player of the year. He came back into Tottenham side, which had just bought those seven players. Yeah. You know, we had Vertonghen on that left back. We didn't, that position was empty because Benoit Suokoto basically went AWOL. Yeah. And that's what I said. So he was, and we had Carl Norton there as well. So there's so much context behind why Danny Rose was maligned because um, he's a player who always gave his all for Tottenham. He never gave less than 100%. And um, has Pochettino improved him? I, I think he always had that in him. Even, yeah. the, even though he could probably go through my Twitter in, in history and I probably caned him every now and then. But I think he always had the drive to be a Tottenham player. Is Pochettino made him, made him what he is? He, a large part, a large part, yes. But I believe, I believe he he lets players see what they've always had in them, and the and the fact he keeps selecting these. For example, he selected Dembele loads. When people say, "Well, you know, what's the fucking point of him?" So last season, Dembele played game. Dembele played game after game after game, and he was doing well behind the striker. And then the stinker against West Ham, and we drew two two at home last season. And Dembele barely played again. And this season, Dembele came back from injury, and he's been he's been a mainstay in our team. So Brilliant. I think. I think what can't be discounted is that the players are seeing that good performances are rewarded with being picked week after week and everyone knows that they've got a chance. So that's, that's part of but, why but our it, players it, improve. It also comes down to the discipline that's instilled and the instructions and the responsibility and the fact that players cover other players. They're so self-aware about who's doing what, who's running forward, Total do football. I need to cover, cover mm. it? But it is, it is I, I think, brain-wise, grey matter-wise, Spurs are... On a different yeah, level, absolutely. Old Tottenham, which is a Tottenham we love and we've grown up loving, is is the Redknapp style where you you do get beat, you do get outclassed occasionally, but there are moments of brilliance and there's amazing football and it's like swashbuckle and swag and whatever. Whereas this team is the team AVB probably wanted and never got anywhere near getting, but with the added bonus that every single player plays for themselves, for each other, and 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 for the team. And I still would stick with Rose, to be honest. Basically, well, because he was what, so far what away. What other players do you think have improved? Well, Dembele. Well, apart, be... apart from those two, just give a few other examples. So, I mean, for example, for Kane. Sake, yeah, Kane as well. Lamella. What about Eric Dyer? Oh, well, okay, Eric Dyer. To be honest, last season Eric Dyer was was had a mixed season. We don't even have the thing is I know it's the probably point, the Newcastle. The point of this question, the point of this po- it, it, podcast is to discuss the questions, yeah. but we don't even every it's, it's evident for everyone to see. It's superlatives. We, we, we're saying what people know. Dyer, uh, Dembele, Lamella. Rose, Lamella, Kane, uh, everyone basically, everyone Vertonghen even. I know even he, Hugo, he was, even if, Hugo's on up a level. Yeah, so it's so everybody has. Who's the most? Uh, do, who, who's Who's improved most? It's I mean, it's, hard. A, it's, it's difficult. It's a photo finish. Well, well when look, look at Carl Walker. Carl Walker was... Um, yeah. People are laughing at him well, last Rose season. A, I, I think we keep coming back to Rose because where he came from, he was a joke. Not in my eyes. I thought it was disgusting the way he was treated after his uh, new contract was signed. Um, but he, he came from being a very unlikely hero in, mm. in, to a certain degree. He was... 
He, he had no chance and no real future at Tottenham. Pochettino's come in and said to him, I'll make you an England left-back. How, how is he... He must be in contention for a, a starting berth at Euros. I don't think he'll start for England, but it's absolutely... He, he, he has he every chance to be on the plane. Oh, every chance to be on that plane. I mean, you, the thing is, you can only take two, and Gibbs and Baines are fit. Then. Even Bertrand. Probably yeah, it, there's a lot of quality yeah. there. But you, if, you, if you remove their names, if you, the, it isn't Kieran Gibbs who's been around for, forever, and Leighton Baines who makes sense. <coughs> if you remove their names... And I don't think on, he's been uh, fit this season, by the way. Look on quality, then... And Rose should in, be in, a, in and around that squad. And I don't know if it, I think it's true. I, I remember a story coming out, and Pochettino said, I will make you an England international. So he sees the raw materials in each of these players, even ones that are not playing well, and he creates them and moulds them into something that works for Tottenham. But it's probably also, it's not even just that. I think it's the whole culture within the club in terms of training. I mean, you hear stuff about. Every player has their own diet. There's, some have different training regimes to others. It's like the level of professionalism has gone up so much that players now, uh, they've got it within, within them to beat. I, I, can, I can improve. I can be better than what I am. I can get better. And rather, whereas before you, you thought we had the type of players that weren't, maybe not lazy, but we'll go through the motions. Our training sessions were probably standard training sessions, um, it just feels that every fibre of the club is on a, another level, and you can't you can't dispute that that doesn't have an effect on on the way players uh, present themselves, the way they condition. <laughs> what have you done here? You're taking a photograph of me. And my, my, my eyes are blocked off. That's not really like a season one. But um, <laughs> I kept looking at it as you. Sorry to explain to the listeners, right? It's funny. I'm I'm looking at Spooky across a microphone stand, and every time you boob your head, the bar looks like you blocked your eyes off. <laughs> that's why I had to do it. I didn't want you to think that. Because in season one, that's how we were presented to we were the public. Scared about people knowing who we were. But um, all right to finish too. Fucking forgotten my so I'm really sorry. That was really unprofessional. No, that's fine. Go on. Okay, well, that's it. The end of End it. <laughs> Ended. Kill it. Okay, so actually, how, how have you found it in the new space? I don't mind it. I yeah, like actually. it. And, and, and it's actually a shorter part. We've actually got to the point. Well, okay. there's, there's only three of us. Yeah. Um, so that helps. Um, but I, I quite like it here. I, I, like I think it. Next, next, uh, next week, we're going to have proper equipment, a couple of mics. Next um, week is a special pod. Yeah, 200. Episode 200, 200 next 200 week. 200 up, 200 yeah. not out. Exactly. And I'm not on it. Surprise, surprise. But Ricky should be back, so... Yeah. Swings and roundabouts. Uh, a quick thank you to Bull Street for lending us their space. Thank you, Bull Street. And next week, their equipment. Um, the reason why we're working with Bull Street up after the fact that I'm employed here uh, is that they're doing amazing stuff with fans. They're, they're giving... They earn money, but they're giving it back and... and, and Investing in fan channels, and I think a lot of us got. I don't know why I'm doing a pitch now, but a lot of us, have, for me, me personally, have been frustrated by the way Sky Sports present football. You know, bringing in these fucking people because they're ex-professionals and getting them to talk about football in a way that, that fans can't understand or they they can't appreciate what it's like to be fans and, and talking about football. But, so. but also, you may be seeing us um, in front of the camera a bit more. Yeah, we could do some doing, video. Doing little talk, doing little think pieces and whatever. And yeah, and Ball Street are going to give us um, access to 
former players and potentially players. People always ask what we look like. Lads, I don't like. I, I don't mind saying this online uh, live. I've heard, actually not a word. Deli Ali's agent has been in this office. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> I proved his hair. There's no, there's no, there's no way the club would let him talk to us. Look, ain't gonna happen. Maybe not, right? But if there's a way. If there's a will, there's a way. I'll bring some Nigerian jollof, you'll come, man. Trust me. I don't know mm-hmm. what jollof is, but wicked. I'll have some food. That's yeah. food. Slap rice. Yeah. Can you have it with chips? I don't know if my stomach... Don't say anything offensive, for fuck's sake. Can you have it with chips? He's not an offensive You thing. can't have rice with chips, you weirdo. Fried egg on it? I didn't yeah, know you can. rice. All right, look, anyway, look, that's it been the Fighting Cock Podcast. Thank you, T, for making it down to our note. Is it actually no easier to get here? It's easier for me because of where I work. I'm not going to say where I work. Sweet. Yeah. What's that? Easier to get here for you? Oh, a thousand percent. Really? Yeah. yeah Brilliant. We're in central London, by yeah. the way. So fuck all the for others. Context. If it's easier for you, look, that's all that matters. That's cool. Uh, yeah, keep downloading, uh, but buying the fanzine, keep buying old, really old t-shirts we've got on there. Um, <laughs> thank you again for downloading the podcast. Honestly, if you lot weren't downloading it, then we'd probably still be doing it. Yeah. Just to be sane. To two fans in the, in the club. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Cut. Come on, 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 and when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.